Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Hello again, friends, and welcome on into episode 176 of the SCO Show, proudly a part of the Pat's Pulpit Podcast Network and brought to you by the great folks at SB Nation. My name is Mark Schofield, back in the big chair for today, Monday, March 1st, 2021. We are into March. We are into one month closer to the NFL draft. We are in the month where free agency actually kicks off. And so things are going to start getting more exciting. At least we hope they start getting more exciting. Today is a Monday during the offseason before the draft, which means it is a mock draft Monday. In the second half of the show, I'm going to have the listener mocks, thanks to all those who sent in. A lot of you took my advice, heeded the warnings, and sent them in via email and Twitter DMs, which I do appreciate. It made it a little bit easier to pick them all up to make sure I got all of them. Um, just tagging me in the tweets, it, it, it tends to be tough to pick them all up, and I want to make sure I get to everybody's mocks because if you're going to take the time to send it in, the least I can do is read it on the show. I mean, what kind of friend would I be? If you're going to take the time to sit down and do a mock draft and then take the time to send it to me, the least I should do is turn around and read your name. I mean, come on, Mark. Show some respect. So we'll have your mocks in the later half of the show. We're going to get a mock from me, a little bit of a twist on that in a second. But the usual cavalcade of reminders, please do follow along with the hijinks on the Bird app at Mark Schofield. Check out the work. Matt Waldman's rookie scouting portfolio, by the way. You're going to want to stay tuned for this week. I keep dropping these teasers, but I'm telling you, Matt and I got something to cook. And we're cooking up a something spicy. Also follow the work. Uh, USA Today's Touchdown Wire. Three different SB Nation websites. Big Blue View, Bleeding Green Nation, Pat's Pulpit. Today's mock from me. You might have seen last Thursday evening. I had a chance to sit down with the one and only Trevor Sikama. Quite literally one of my favorite people in this entire industry. Like, Trevor's like the best. Love that dude. And talk... Football, life, everything with him pretty much every single day. Um, but we got a chance to sit down, do a live show, did a live mock. He had the Titans. I had the Patriots. And if you didn't see it, I'm going to run through the picks that I made and sort of give you my reasoning for them. Um, my first pick was made at 10. Now, Trevor and I wanted to see if I could get to 4 to go up and get Justin Fields. But behind the glass, Rob couldn't quite hit pause on the simulator in time, and Justin Fields was taken. But I was able to get up to 10 
with a quarterback still on the board that I wanted to take. And what did it cost me? It cost me 15, 46, and a 2022 second round pick. So I came up to get trade Lance from North Dakota State. And I know, glances in the general direction of one Thomas Murphy, that there are some of you that are not Trey Lance fans. But I will tell you that if you were going to take a swing on a quarterback, I'm willing to bet on upside. I'm willing to take that swing on Trey Lance. I circled back through his 2019 tape this past weekend, as well as his one showcase game in 2020. I watched the all 22 of that as well. I'd only seen the broadcast angle of it. I remain very excited about this kid. Athleticism, scheme fit, arm talent. Yes, I know. It's one year in a game at the FCS level. And the level of competition was such that his guys were better than their guys on almost every given afternoon. But if I'm going to see the Patriots take a swing at a QB in the top 10 of this draft, I'm fine with them taking Trey Lance. I'm fine with them taking Justin Fields. I'm fine with them getting Trevor Lawrence if a miracle happens. I'm relatively fine with them taking Zach Wilson. Mac Jones is a different question. Trey Lance has talent. And I'm just telling you this. The mental side of it is there more than people, I think, give him credit for because of what he is asked to do in that offense, what they put on his plate in that offense, and the kind of offense that they run. More on that later. So that was the pick of 10. Now, obviously, we weren't on the clock again until sometime in the third round, but we were able to trade up in the third round of this mock draft. And we were able to trade up to 73. We didn't have to give up too much to do it. And we were able to, at 73, draft DME Brown, the wide receiver from North Carolina. Now, late last week, into the weekend, I finished up my work on wide receivers. And I am very intrigued by Brown. I love the way he runs routes. Again, not a huge route tree. I, I called it during the show with Trevor, sort of the Baylor-Art Bryles route tree, right? Verts goes, posts, comebacks, hitches, slants. Like, that's a lot of what he was asked to run. But what he runs, he runs well. I'm comfortable with him being asked to beat press. I'm comfortable with him being an ex-receiver in the NFL. And what I love most about him, his ability to work back towards the quarterback, the motor, he keeps working back towards the quarterback. A lot of guys that I watched over the past five, six days, They'll run their route and stop and look around. Brown keeps working. He will work back to his quarterback. He'll run a 10-yard curl, and if he's not getting the ball, he'll just keep running back towards the line of scrimmage. He'll run to space. He has great feel and awareness for scramble drill situations. And so I'm a massive fan of his. And I'm happy to get him at 73. But really, wherever the Patriots were able to get him in this draft, I'd probably be okay with it. We were next on the clock at 99 thanks to another trade. We were able to come up, didn't have to give up much. And I grabbed a tight end. And I grabbed Hunter Lawn from BC. I'm okay with him at 99. But I will say I'm starting to have a bit of a tight end binky in this draft class. And that's Brevin Jordan from Miami. I spent my Saturday night studying his entire 2020 season. He's one of those players. There have been a couple of players in the past week and a half, which I've been spent solely on 
receivers and tight ends, that I just kept watching their games. Elijah Moore is one. Dwayne Eskridge is one. Amon Ron St. Brown is one. I'm looking through my receiver list here. Yeah, I mean, Rondale Moore is another. You know, watching his breakout game against Ohio State, that's stuff of legends there. Um, but Brevin Jordan, I turned him on. I watched his game against Louisville, which was the first game I watched him where he was great. Then I watched his game against UNC where he was great. Then I'm like bouncing around. I watched Virginia Tech where he only had two catches. I wanted to see why. Like, could he not get separation in that game? No, he was open. I watched the bowl game against Oklahoma State. See him run the post. Like, he'll run post routes out of the slot, cross face, middle field open reads, catch it, yak, touchdown. Like, fantastic in space. But he's a fantastic blocker in line from the wing as an H-back sniffer type. I'm a huge fan of Brevin Jordan's. So the pick here was Hunter Lawn, but I wanted to take a moment to talk Brevin Jordan. Weren't on the clock again in my mock with Trevor until 138. The pick there, Cameron Sample. Now, I know there has been some discussion in the Slack. Again, if you'd like an invite to the Slack channel, at Mark Schofield on the Bird app or Mark.Schofield at InsideThePylon.com via email to get the invite. I know there's been discussion recently about Cameron Sample from a length, from an arm length perspective, and his arms might be shorter than the typical New England prototype at the edge. But at 138, I'm happy to bet on the traits, the hand speed, the hand usage, the pass rushing plan, the technique. And so at 138, I'm happy to take a swing there. I, similarly, at 145 with Marvin Wilson. And if you watch the show I did with Trevor, over 5,000 of you have watched already, thank you all. Um, we talked a lot about, like, Rondale Moore against Ohio State, Sean Wade. Like, Sean Wade must have had nightmares after the game, and maybe we should have known in that moment that maybe Sean Wade wasn't going to be the first-round pick he was all cracked up to be. It was the same with Marvin Wilson, right? You remember the Marvin Wilson days where he was going to be a first-rounder easily. Now he slides here at 145, but it's such a Belichick pick that I had to do it. Shaded nose, one gap, could probably two-gap. Whatever you ask of him in the middle, in the interior of the defensive line would be fantastic. And if, look, if they lose Guy... If they lose Butler, if they lose both, Marvin Wilson at 145, like, that's that's nice. So I was happy to get that. At 187, we had a bit of live mock draft history at the Mock Draft Network. At the Draft Network. Mock Draft Network. The first peer-to-peer trade. You see, Trevor was on the clock at 187. I was on the clock at 188. And Trevor couldn't quite make up his mind, but I wanted to take another swing at a pass rusher. And so, in exchange for a future seventh, I moved up one spot to draft Shaka Tony at 187. Again, a guy that was a first-rounder coming into this year who's fallen off of a cliff. But if I'm asking him to rush the passer 20 times a game, he can do that. I'm not asking him to set an edge. I'm not asking him to stop the run. I'm asking him to come on the field on third downs and get after the quarterback. He could do that. And that's all I'll need him to do. And for a future seventh rounder at 187 in the draft, I'm happy to get that. I will pay that price. We rounded off this draft at 237, Robert Rochelle, the corner from Central Arkansas. And so 
given that we had to make the trade for trade lands, given that we made some other trades along the way to slide up a couple of spots, to come away with that draft haul, again, Trey Lance, which I'm extremely happy with, DME Brown at 73, Hunter Lawn at 99, Cameron Sample at 138, Marvin Wilson at 145, Shaka Tony at 187, and Robert Rochelle at 237. I'm overjoyed with that haul. And maybe you are, maybe you're not. Maybe you love it, maybe you hate it. But that's the beauty of mock draft season because we can put our ideas out there. You can see different scenarios play out. And if getting to 10 for Trey Lance costs us 15, 46, and a future second, I'll pay that in a heartbeat. And if you didn't watch the show, you might want to tune in just for that moment because, especially if you're a member of the Slack channel, when I made the offer, I was initially going to say, look, we'll offer the future first. But I said, no, no, no. Let's offer the second because if I pay the first without asking about the second, the Slack channel is going to kill me because this was an actual debate we had in the Slack channel in recent days and weeks. Would you pay a future first for Trey Lance? Well, I didn't and we got him and I'm overjoyed. And I have a feeling I'll be talking to Thomas Murphy about that in a week or so. But that's enough about my mocks. Up next, your mocks. To close out episode 176 of this go show, a mock draft Monday. This is advertiser content brought to you by Frito-Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy, here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight we'll break down... We break down who will be cutting... Cut! What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys, it's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are. It is the 2023 Frito-Lay Snack-It. We're talking about big-time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay Snack Bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void wherever hit Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Mark Schofield back with you now on episode 176 of the Sco Show. It is a Mock Draft Monday. Going to get into the listener mocks right now. Just a gentle reminder. If you're going to send some mocks in, um, best way to do it, um, email mark.scofield.insidethepylon.com. Um, DM them to me on Twitter. Um, the DMs are always open. That's a good way for me to get them and keep track of them because when you just send them to me on Twitter, you know, sometimes I'll bookmark them right away. Sometimes if I'm in the middle of something or if I miss it, I won't, I won't be able to get back to it. So, you know, DMing me is easier um, if, if you just want to, you know, hit me with it on Twitter. Understand it's a bit more of a roll of the dice, or drop them into the draft, the mock draft room in the Scoso Slack channel. That's also a great way to get them in front of me, and it's also a great way to join with people to do some mocks. I've seen a lot of people in that channel over in the Slack uh, get together to do mocks together via Zoom, which sounds like a pretty cool thing if you're into that. So those are the ways to get them in. 
First one comes via email from our good friend Russell Easterbrooks, who is a member of the Slack channel now. I know he hopped on some on one of the recent mocks, and maybe he's done some of the Zoom sessions as well, the scouting sessions. He's got two trades at the top of this to mention, uh, 15 to the Colts for 21 and 54. Then he flips 21 and 241 to Miami for 36 and 50. And here's what he does at 36, Kadarius Toney, the wide receiver from Florida. Uh, Jay Tufeli, the defensive lineman from USC at 46. Carlos Basham, the edge from Wake. At 50, Jabril Cox, the linebacker from NDSU slash LSU at 54. Seen a lot of buzz around him lately, mostly because of his coverage skills. Had the pick six against Mississippi State, for example. Kenneth Gainwell, the running back from Memphis at 96. Janarius Robinson, FSU edge at 120. Ambry Thomas, a favorite of the slack. The corner from Michigan at 139. Brady White, who Russell is a big fan of, at 145. The QB from Memphis. I will say... Watson Brady White last week, did a video on him. Veteran, savvy, knows his stuff, can see the boundary pressure coming. Did a video on that over at USA Today slash YouTube. Um, West Coast scheme fit. There's a lot to like about Brady White. I, I see why Russell likes him. Uh, Trayvon Grimes, the Florida wideout, 159. Carrie Angeline, the, ten, the tight end from NC State, 197. And Riley Patterson, the kicker from Memphis, to round it out at the Brady spot at 199. Thanks again, Russell, for uh, sending that in. Always a huge fan of of what you send on over, and I tip my hat to you on the uh, the Brady White recommendation. Got some Twitter ones sent in. This one's from Tyler, who's on Twitter at T underscore F-O-R-S-S-1, the number one. Um, this is a draft that he did over at the Draft Network's mock draft machine. Uh, at 29, Kadarius Tony. At 46, Trevon Moore, the safety from TCU, who I know my colleague Doug Farrar is a huge fan of. Jay Tufeli at 47, DME Brown at 96, Quincy Roche at 97, Carlos Snowden, linebacker from Virginia at 128, Jamie Newman at 138, there's that name, Ambry Thomas, 141, Daz Newsom, the other NC wide receiver, Newsom, the pick at 174, Jalen Darden, wide receiver from North Texas at 188, and Chris Evans. Michigan running back at 197. Noah Gray, the Duke tight end, who's on my watch list. I got to get to him, you know, maybe Monday or Tuesday at 235. And Josh Ball to round things out. The offensive tackle from Marshall at 237. Next up, David Russell at Pragmatic NYC on the Bird app. No trades mock via the Draft Network at 15. Micah Parsons, the dynamic linebacker from Penn State. Wyatt Davis at 46. I'd love that. Uh, the interior offensive lineman from Ohio State. Hunter Lawn at 96. I'm actually in the middle of watching him right now. Benjamin St. Juice, uh, corner from Minnesota at 120. Shai Smith, South Carolina wideout at 138. Josh Imadorabini. I know I butcher that name. I do it all the time. I even have the pronunciation guide up. Still can't get it right. Uh, wide receiver from Illinois at 145. Javion Hawkins, running back from Louisville at 159. LeBron Ray. Alabama interior defensive lineman at 188. Naquan Jones, another IDL from Michigan State, and Chris Rumpf to the edge from Duke to round it out at 237. That's the mark from at Pragmatic NYC. Next one comes in from Mike Briscardi via the PFF mock draft machine. Uh, Devonta Smith falls to 15, which we like. Xavier Collins at 46. Dylan Moses at 104. This is part of a trade with Baltimore. Actually, it looks like a bit of a 
Three-way trade, perhaps? Yeah, looks that way. But Dylan Moses at 104. Josh Myers in another trade with the Colts at 127. The center from Ohio State. Amari Rogers at 133. Love Amari Rogers. I will give you a little sneak peek. Doug Farrar and I are doing top 11s at positions that we cover uh, for the draft coverage at USA Today. I'm extending my wide receiver list to the, a top 14 um, because there were just guys that I I was adamant. I'm, I told the editors, I'm like, look, I don't care. You know, yell at me if you want, dock my pay. I don't care. Um, I'm adding more guys. Um, so I'm going to have a top 14. And part of it is I am going to include Kyle Pitts in there. Um, but I'm going to have my straight for- top 14. And then a little bit on who, a separate piece or two on who would be the X's, who would be the Z's, who would be the slots, all that fun stuff. But Amari Rogers is part of the reason why I had to extend that list. Uh, Hunter Lawn at 139. Trey Smith. Wow, Trey Smith. I saw a great video. Trey Smith, always a good sign when you see somebody working with Duke Mannyweather at Oil Masterminds. He was doing some whiteboard stuff. He knows his stuff, uh, but he's the pick here for Mike Briscardi at 145. Chauncey Golston, the edge from Iowa, 164. Edo Odegendi, the edge from Notre Dame at 166. Jared Patterson, Buffalo running back at 197. Tedderell Slayton from Florida at 220. And Big Daddy... Big underscore daddy 814, Aaron Williams. Uh, fan speak mock. And it's not coming up for me. Came up for me earlier. Looks like I'd have to log in because it's an ultimate GM mock. Aaron, you can screenshot it to me um, and I'll read it next time. And I'll retweet it when you send it over. Um, sorry we couldn't get that one up there for you. Uh, but give all these people a follow, including Aaron. At big underscore daddy, D-A-D-D-Y-814. And Mike Biscardi, you can follow him at M-I-K-E-B-I-S-C-A-R-D-I. Rounded it out now with the mocks via the Scotia Slack channel. If I missed one, my apologies. Um, there's a lot in here from the past week. We kick it off with Calvin doing a mock draft over at the Draft Network at 15. Xavier Collins at 46. Dylan Raddins, the offensive tackle from North Dakota State. At 96, Janarius Robinson, the edge from Florida State. At 120, Adarius Washington, the other TCU safety. Like him, too, at 120. At 138, Daz Newsom, the wide receiver from North Carolina at 145. Kenneth Gainwell, running back from Memphis. 159, LeBrian Ray, the interior defensive lineman from Bama. Not the first time we've heard his name today. That's at 159 at 188. Cornell Powell, Clemson wideout, 197, another favorite of the slack. Racy McMath. LSU wideout, and then 237, Ben Mason, the Michigan fullback, to round out that mock from Calvin. And then Josh, the tagline, Ambry Thomas or Bust, with an ultimate GM mock. Trey Lance at 15, Najee Harris at 43. Haven't heard that name in a while. Xavier Collins at, one, at 51. Brevin Jordan from Miami at 74. I've been watching him. Big fan. Jared Patterson at 76. DME Brown at 81. And McNeil. The defensive lineman from NC State at 120, Jalen Darden, the wideout from North Texas at 123, Ambry Thomas, as you'd expect given the tagline, at 144, Malcolm Coons from Buffalo, the edge at 165, Cole Van Lannan, offensive tackle from Wisconsin at 176, Rico Bussey Jr., the other North Texas wideout at 205, Derek Forrest, Cincy safety at 230, and Ben Mason in the Ben Mason spot at 241. Now we've got an ultimate GM mock from Nolario. In the Slack channel at 15, Trey Lance. At 56, Xavier Collins. At 74, Jackson Carmen, the Clemson guard. 
at 106, Peyton Turner, the Houston Edge, and the McNeil at 116. Jamie Newman, a little double dip at QB at 127. Jalen Darden at 139. Namsa Nizordine at 145, the Florida State safety. Ramondre Stevenson at 166. Jalen Davis, the Kentucky backer at 198. Cole Van Landon at 199. Drake Jackson, the Kentucky center. Haven't studied him yet. Want to study him, though. At 203. And then in the Ben Mason spot at 241, Ben Mason. So there you go. Nalario there with the ultimate GM mock via the fan speak. That got a lot of recognition in the Slack channel this week. Ian McDonald taking a spin through the fan speak ultimate GM mock. Zach Wilson at 12 and Kyle Pitts at 16. Stop it. I've heard enough. But there's more. Micah Parsons at 33. And then there's a gap between 33 and 102 thanks to some trades. But it's okay because Kenneth Gainwell comes in. A 102, Tommy Togolai, Ohio State defensive lineman at 120. Anthony Schwartz, who has met with the Patriots. We learned that. The speedy Auburn wide receiver at 139. Shaka Tony at 145. Hey, that's not the first time we've seen Shaka Tony at 145 or so. No, wait, I did Marvin Wilson at 145. Shaka Tony at 187. And still, two Shaka Tony references in this same episode. I like it. Marlon Williams, the wide receiver from Central Florida at 159. Ambry Thomas, 161. William Sherman at 199 in the Ben Mason spot. Racy McMath, not Ben Mason. Thanks for sending that in, Ian. Got one in from Mike via the PFF mock draft machine. I know I say mock draft machine, mock draft simulator. I switch them around. They're interchangeable. You know what I'm talking about if I say PFF or the draft network or PFN. But this is a PFF one from Mike in the Slack channel. Trades down a couple of times in a 22, Mac Jones. At 52, Pat Frymuth. Not bad for sliding back a couple of times. Tyson Campbell, the Georgia corner at 57. James Hudson, the tackle from Cincinnati, getting some buzz at 99. Dale Odenyango from Vanderbilt, the edge at 102. Seth Williams, the Auburn wideout at 120. Jay Tufeli, 134. Ellison Smith, Northern Iowa edge at 140. Amari Rogers, 141. Paul Sanadebo, the Stanford corner at 174. Ramondre Stevenson at 196. Josh Palmer. Wide out from Tennessee at 201. And Greg Eisworth, the Iowa State safety at 241. Matt St. John with a mock draft here. Quiddy Pay at 15. Trayvon Morin at 46. Tyler Shelvin, LSU defensive tackle at 96. Seth Williams at 120. Ambry Thomas at 138. Rashad Weaver, the Pittsburgh edge. Got a little buzz going for him. 145. Anthony Schwartz, that wideout again at 159. Damar Hamlin, the Pittsburgh safety at 188. Jermar Jefferson, a hot Oregon State running back, 197. And Larry Jackson, offensive tackle from Iowa at 237. Jim Reynolds with an ultimate GM mock. And in this one, you sign a David Njoku and Gardner Minshew. Trey Lance at 11. Nick Bolton, the Missouri backer at 46. Christian Barmore at 52. Trevor Morin at 37, Elijah Moore at 76, and Morgan at 73. Um, Elijah Moore at 76, Amari Rogers at 91. Whew. Whew. I like that. Marvin Wilson at 96, Avery Thomas at 106, Darius Washington at 113, Hunter Lawn at 120, Alan McNeil 139, Trey Sermon at 145, Jimmy Morrissey, the Pittsburgh center at 205, Pittsburgh again, Rashad Weaver at 219, Racy McMath at 222. And Dedrell Slayton, the Florida defensive lineman, at 224. That's a that's a scorched mock draft, man. And the free agent signings as well. PFF mock from Mike. A little trade up. 
with the Giants at 11. Trey Lance giving up 15.96 in a future third. That's a steal. Xavier Collins at 46. Bobby Brown, the Texas A&M defensive lineman at 120. Ellerson Smith at 139. Nico Collins, the X from Michigan at 145. Dwayne Askridge at 159. I have in my notes, and I'm going to be writing this up, hitches should not be home runs next to Dwayne Askridge. Sedarius Hutcherson, the guard from South Carolina at 204. Michael Mennett, Penn State center at 241. PFF gave that an A. I do too. Love it. Patrick Brown via the Draft Network. Justin Fields at 7. DME Brown at 96. Ambry Thomas at 120. Richard LeCount, the safety, at 138. Patrick Johnson, the edge, at 145. Daz Newsom at 159. Brendan Jamins, the offensive tackle, at 178. And Chris Evans, the running back, at 237. John Limarakis via Fanspeak, it looks like. 110, Justin Fields. I mean, yeah, first round, 10th pick. And the 16th pick in the second round. Oh, this is fan speak, actually. Uh, 16th pick in the second round is Dylan Raditz. 25th pick in the third, Andrew McNeil. 36th pick in the fourth, Demetric Felton. Janaris Robinson in the fifth, along with Jonathan Adams, James Hudson. And the sixth, the 31st spot, Jalen Darden. Ryan McCollum, Ben Mason, and Racy McMath, all in the seventh round. And we rounded out with a mock from the Draft Network via Luis. Dropped in into the Slack channel, in the Mock Draft Slack channel. Trey Lance at 32. Done. That's the one. Uh, but we go on. Nick Bolton at 46. Amon Ross St. Brown at 60. Jay Tufeli at 70. Tommy Tremble at 95. I really like him, by the way. Nazma Nosrudy at 98. Carlos Bastion at 105. Brendan Jameis, the Nebraska tackle, 133. Daz Newsom at 145 and Bryce Thompson at 97. Man, Lance at 32, Basham at 105. Like everybody said, that broke TDN and it broke this show, Luis. Fantastic job. Fantastic job by everybody. Like I say each week, you guys make this show so much fun. Uh, mock Draft Mondays are fun because you guys do so much work get some names out there of players to watch and things like that. So that's why I think it's a useful exercise each and every week. But speaking of exercises, it's time for me to go work out. Got to get ready for the summer, kids. Um, that will do it for today. I will be back Thursday. Until then, friends, stay safe. Check in on your loved ones. Wash those hands. And when you do, sin along. And bless those Patriots' reigns. Not in Foxborough.